And now back to your regular programming. You've never heard less productive analysis. Heard nationally, it's the Believe in FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson. We're back here on the Believe in FCS Football Podcast. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. I just realized my camera is slightly crooked. Uh, there we go. Uh, Sean, how are we doing today? We're talking round two of the FCS Football Football playoffs how are you doing yeah that's a that's a tough word there uh for oh, you buddy eat shit today sucks today sucks hate today why bad news bad news all around today because everyone's transferring and no uh... trey turner was going to philly oh 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 Oh, oh, it's so hard for you. I know. Oh, yeah. You guys, really yeah. Who are the Nats signing? Series. Nobody, because they you guys stink. did really well in the World Series. Yeah. Okay. You well, your drought up losers. Yeah. Well, comebacks can continue to get better. Uh, this is a football though. Show, football I understand, show, but it put me in a mood. <laughs> um, Sean, a lot did happen though during the FCS playoffs. Um, and as eventful as FBS was, and we talked about FBS. FCS had a little drama too with some things that happened, and we're gonna some better games. I'll say that honestly, dude. What I, I forgot to bring this up on the on the FBS show. The FBS games sucked. Stinkers, stinkers all around. Um, I mean, you have the big Big Ten West to thank, and you got all these other whatever. But still, two good right. games. Whereas the FCS playoffs, still, you know, it, it, it's a. To not credit the FCS for having a superior system this far along and then to have this much dawdling about about your expansion to 12 teams when we have a 24-team system. Uh, and I understand that this year there's been some drama around the system uh, in the FCS. Okay, cool. But how about we say, hey, they've been doing it for this long and they've been doing it this well for this long and there hasn't been many complaints. Okay, so let, let, let I don't know. I, I, I don't know why it's taken so long. I know that it's got to be money and it's got to be this and that and this and that, but if the FCS can do it with their infrastructure, it shouldn't be that difficult to be able to do it on the FBS level. So you just have to credit again, the ability to, I don't know, play home playoff games, right? Wait, are you bitching that the conference championship games were, wait, I'm confused. What's no, the I'm saying that the, the FBS took way too long to understand how good of a playoff product it could be by having home playoff games instead of neutral site bullshit that they've oh, been yeah. doing for so long. Yeah, and, and eventually we're going to um, – we'll have that version at the FBS, and it'll be fun and exciting to watch. But we do have that product on the field right now, which the apparently the attendance was a little spotty for some of these games, uh, sure. mostly because the weather stunk. Um, but – we're going to talk about these games because there are some serious outcomes. I will not be eating any crow, even though the Holy Cross fans want me to. You can go screw. Mm, uh, but we will talk about them. Before we do, though, Sean, can you share with our listeners where they can bet on the quarterfinals of the FCS playoffs? Yeah, that'd be bet online. I, uh, I took a bath on Saturday. Did Good. better on Sunday. But the Saturday and Friday night baths I took were really not great. Uh, USC hurt me. Hurt me bad. I know it hurt you mm -hmm. bad. We talked about it on the other show. Uh, regardless, go to betonline.ag. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Not betting any baseball anytime soon, that, soon that's for sure. 
Enjoy the, and hey, Mets fans, enjoy Verlander. <laughs> Suck. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus of your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Sean. I can't wait to bet tonight. I can't wait to bet Buccaneers Saints. God, that game is so goddamn bad. Take the under. Take the under. uh, Whatever 10 below the under is, tease it and go 10 below the under because that is going to be the worst football game of the year. I appreciate the NFL starting to flex some better games in because they've noticed that these prime times have been awful. Well, I don't know why they didn't flex in the. You want a you want a good primetime game with a lot of action and adventure. Put Atlanta in it because they'll disappoint, but at least they'll come down to the fourth quarter. Good tie with Washington, by the way, Joe. Um, yeah. Should we, don't, See you don't in two weeks, there. asshole. Don't, don't even. I know. I know. Joe, that game stunk. Um, good thing you know, there's no ties in the FCS playoffs. What was I going to say? I know. I know. Go One quick last thing. I know yes. we got to talk FCS. I know you got to get out of here. One of my roommates took the uh, the under at 40 and a half. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Went, wait, who was that? Was it Sam? Sam took I, the under oh. at, at 40 and a half. And then shitting his pants. It was, we were just like the whole time. It's like all fourth quarter. We're like, okay, it's just not going to hit. It's not going to hit. You know, they kept on backing up out of field goal range. Punt, 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 punt. Overtime. Okay, someone's got to score. No score. I'd never seen it before in my life. I have to, and I'm, I'm, I'm just in here. And it wasn't even like a huge bet, but it's like this dude's gonna get a tie. He got yeah. a tie to hit the under. It was such a bad game, and that's hilarious that 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 was the outcome of it. And that kind of makes me a little happy that somebody enjoyed that that outcome. Uh, I know South Dakota State fans enjoyed the outcome of oh, the Delaware sure. game. They how could they not? We're not going to spend a lot of time talking about this one, Sean. Why would we? Because uh, there's more important games to talk about. What about the nuances? So the, the South Dakota State crew is not going to be happy about this. <laughs> uh, Johnny Buchanan of Delaware decided to go shirtless in the South Dakota cold. And that has to be the most stupid decision and embarrassing decision to do that and get their asses beat as badly as they did. They got completely dogged. And we talked about this going into the game. South Dakota State was going to win that game very handedly. I did not think it was going to be as handedly as, uh, as this outcome for them to drop 40 points, 40 plus points on them. Uh, they kicked the shit out of them. South Dakota State's good. Analysis over. Not much more to say. Really, uh, I don't think Delaware wanted to play in that cold. I don't think Delaware really wanted to be there if you're only putting up six points. South Dakota State, as good as it gets in the FCS that we've seen. Uh, so we'll give them their credit, but that is a lackluster performance on all facets. Uh, I mean, a uh, uh, forty-two to six. Yeah, next Embarrassing. game. Next game, not good. Not good for Delaware. Stupid blue hens. Uh, the CAA really underwhelmed, and uh, UNH especially. Well, UNH underwhelmed. Well, Delaware underwhelmed, and uh, yeah, we're, we, William yes, and Mary had they, a they, day. Only one, only one team CAA team won this week, which is disappointing. But uh, very disappointed. In UNH, because oh as we've talked about a million times in the show, the minute you put your your faith in UNH and get your hopes up, they absolutely shit their pants and they decide that they aren't going to play a football game with any effort or intensity. So it was apparently like a horrible, horrible torrential downpour, just terrible weather during this game in Massachusetts. Um, and you think that UNH would be prepared to play in an environment like that because the weather is equally bad, if not worse, usually in in, uh, in New Hampshire. But instead, 
what we get out of this is a, a total shellacking to the point where it was 303 rushing yards to 22 in this game. It was so lopsided. I don't understand how you can be so one-dimensional to the point where your run game is taken out of the game and you just you give up. Like Dylan Laub couldn't get anything going and this game was over. I do give credit to Sluka, who I think is a fantastic player, and he stepped up and scored three touchdowns, and it was a great game by him. Um, their playoff run's going to end next round. South Dakota State's going to beat them. Yeah, I'm going to say this a lot this show because it's a trend that I noticed. Uh, turnovers, 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 turnovers. Uh, UNH lost two fumbles, and then they threw three interceptions. There's no, there's no coming. You can't have a five to one turnover ratio. You can't. It's not, or it's not going to work for you, especially in the playoffs. So, I'm going to sound like a broken record because a lot of teams turn the ball over a ton in games where you can't afford to turn the ball over more than twice. Okay, it's college football. You got about two in you to stay competitive. You got three in you. You're done for. Uh, if you get the five, cooked, cooked. You're done for. Uh, so UNH, it's it's it was over. It was over because there's too many possessions, too much of an advantage, and Holy Cross just decided to have their way with them. Peter Oliver uh, popped the hell off, 30 carries, 175 yards, That's and then big. the dual threat FCS quarterback. Tell me if you've uh, heard a story like this before. Matthew Saluka, six completions, 63 yards, and a touchdown through the air. Rushed for 103 and two touchdowns on the ground. It's he had wait, 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 I, I missed that part. He had six completions, six for 16. Oh my god, yeah, wow, that rain must have it, been much it worse. Was than raining. It, on the, on it was the raining, it was raining, raining. Uh, but so it's starting, uh, it, we're starting to see a uh, a, 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 a prototype for the quarterback position in the FCS Montana State. We see they, they, they have two guys that could do that. Uh, Holy Cross following suit with a guy of their own that can run the rock and uh, pass it effectively. I know it's not it's not brand new to college football. I get that, but starting to see a little more across the good teams in the FCS. Mm -hmm. um, Holy Cross though does get that victory, so we have to keep talking about them, which is uh, giving me a headache. Mm -hmm. William and Mary Gardner Webb, what? Always fun. What it's yes. always fun. Giving me a headache is always fun. William and Mary, and we talked about this leading into the Gardner Webb game. Like it's all cute and fun that they had a good first round game and they run ran the ball like crazy. Uh, none of they couldn't move the ball at all against uh, William and Mary. It was a fifty four to fourteen win Drubbing. for the tribe, which is like that's just absolute domination. And we talked about how good their defense is, how good their run game is. Here's the kicker, and you talked about turnovers with the other game. Six turnovers for Gardner. Why you buried my Six. lead, Joe? Four picks, two lo fumbles lost. Three different quarterbacks or whatever oh. throwing uh, interceptions for Gardner-Webb. They had 200 yards on the ground. Congratulations. Uh, the, the rushing Bulldogs did their thing. But you turn the ball over six times. And you can't afford to do Pure that versus vomit. William Mary. Broken record game. Broken record Sean coming at you again. Darius Wilson. William Mary, congratulations. 14 for 24, 240 yards, and three touchdowns through the air. Ran eight times for 89 yards. Seen a trend, Joe. Maybe don't turn the ball over and have a dual-threat quarterback with some good players, uh, with some good uh, running backs, and then uh, wide receivers, and you might have a team that can go deep in the FCS playoffs. Yeah. Mo, you, but the, look, the main big thing here is you can't, you can't turn the ball over six. You can't even turn no. the ball over three times against a team like William & Mary. 
Like that's yeah, that's a that's a quiet ride home. Quiet ride uh, home. Unbelievable. Yeah, that, that's not even one of those games where you show up against a significantly better opponent and you're like, you know, at least we fought. No, you turned the ball over six times. Yeah, yeah, but you gave up six six hundred and eight total yards. Dude, that that forget the bus ride. The like the 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 sitting in the meeting on Monday morning or Sunday morning before exit yeah. had to have been one of the most depressing meetings ever. Well, they probably didn't even get to go home because it's like finals time. Yeah. So they just, it was, it's not even like you get a breather. It's like, okay, oh. volunteer, li- uh, uh, what is it? O- optional workout on Monday if you guys want it. Okay. Shit. Yeah. I know that there's no, there's no ability to actually enforce this. But I'd be running those dudes. I'd be running them the next day. <laughs> Just get on the line, everyone. We're we're running oh, the ball off. That's how we're gonna show up. That's a that's a bad that's a bad game. Not a good game that's for Gardner Webb. Good game for William and Mary. Um, Montana State. That's the best of Weber. You know, despite me trying to predict, can't beat a good team twice. Well, apparently Montana State showed up to play thirty-three to twenty-five. I don't know what the heck happened here with Weber, man. Like I, I, I had so much more faith that this game would have been a little bit more in favor of Weber based on all the things that we talked about. And it comes down to the fact that Montana State was in their bag. And when Montana State is in their bag, they're running all over teams. 388 rushing yards. Tommy Mellett rushes for 167. It's disgusting. It's disturbing. Like that's... You're not you're not winning a game if you can't play and nut up and play a little bit of defense. 388 is astoundingly way too high. You're not going to win a football game like that. Uh, I completely agree. Let me do some quick maths here. Quick maths. Yeah, Tommy Mellett, Isaiah Fonzie, and then Sean Chambers combined for 341 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Stupid. What was the Fonzie's what, total? Uh, ten for 91, 9.1 yards a carry. Oh my god. Mellet oh Mellet th- threw for 91 yards, 13 for 19. Sean Chambers 2 for 2, 75 yards and two touchdowns passing. Oh my a little god. bit of trickery also. Uh so Montana State is the buzzsaw. They're the buzzsaw. Uh, go ahead. Try and beat them. Try and beat them because you don't look at this game and the and the and the film from this game and say these guys are stoppable. And I know they are. They're humans. They put on the pants the same way. And they got some other, we got some really other good teams that are going to pose a threat. That's a three headed monster. That is a legit three headed monster that they have. And it doesn't seem to matter who's touching the ball. I am comfortable saying that if Sean Chambers took a majority of the snaps and, and Tommy Mellon and they had flipped, it would be almost uh, completely the same stats. Completely the same for them in just the touches allowed and given and granted and all that stuff. It's a buzzsaw. And good luck trying to defend it. Dude, it actually is now more infuriating of where Montana's placement is in the bracket because we've got two really hot teams running the football in William & Mary and Montana State playing each other. Meanwhile, North Dakota State gets to play Samford with its backup quarterback. Like that is so goddamn infuriating, and we're gonna talk about it in a second. That 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 Sanford game, but that pisses me off to no end. That we're gonna lose Montana State or William and Mary. Meanwhile, North Dakota State is handed an easy matchup. 
Yeah, yeah. The preview will have some more of the in-depth of what we got coming up. Uh, but this is a uh, unfortunate seating to lose both of these fun teams. But I keep on saying it. The football is going to keep getting better. And that is a matchup uh, for the ages. I'm very excited for that. Sean, I love the note that you threw in here while I was filling in the rest of the notes. And when I saw that you wrote this down, I was like, you know, what? this is sufficient. I'm not going to put anything more in depth. Uh, North Dakota State wins 49 to 26 over Montana. You you wrote down, thanks for showing up. Uh, and I, <laughs> thanks for coming great, out. Yeah, that, thanks for coming out. This is a great descriptor because they had a, a cupcake, cupcake, cup, cupcake first game. You against- went vacationing there, Joe, at the Cape. <laughs> yes, I understand. Cupcakes stink. First game against Southeastern Missouri. As as fun as they were this year, there was an advantage for Montana, and they should have won that game, and they crawled back to win that game. Um, they weren't gonna match up with North Dakota State. North Dakota State without Hunter Lipke was gonna punch them in the in the fucking mouth, and that was what happened. No more analysis here, man. That's embarrassing. Embarrassing. And I'm glad that they're going home. I'm sorry, Montana fans. I love you guys, but I'm I'm mad that they made the playoff because of stupid decision-making. And this is the product that we get. They weren't worthy. They didn't belong. Yeah. I'm going to do this once here. Just, just to represent the show. The word is cupcake. Uh, Just, just, I had to get that out. It's a little, it's an OCD of mine. It's OCD. I had, I had to make sure that, that this show could properly pronounce cupcake Uh, regardless. And if you think we're being overdramatic, we're not, this was not even close. You know why, Joe? Why? North Dakota State ran for 453 yards and six touchdowns with a total average of 10.8 yards a clip. Holy shit. Kobe Johnson, 12 for 206 and two touchdowns, 17.2 yards a carry. Temerick Williams, 11 for 101, 9.2 and a touchdown. Cam Miller. Eight for 81, 10.1, and then two touchdowns. It just continues. It continues. It continues. Ugh, they beat the hell out of Montana. No further analysis needed. Yeah, that's very uh, satisfying. It's extremely satisfying. That is um, that is a beatdown. So southeastern Louisiana, the fighting Blake mm, Rafinos were knocked yeah. out by Samford. So I didn't know this. Michael Ayers, um, I didn't get eyes on this game until later. Michael Ayers got hurt really early in the game, and we talked about yeah. how important he was. But Quincy Crittenden, Crittenden, however you pronounce that, who's got the goofiest name in, in FCS football, I think yeah, that might it's be... No, uh, it's no Gunner Talkington. Quincy uh, Crittenden. It's a little bit of a... Why would you go with a qua and then a cra? Yeah, if you're, I don't, phonetically, phonetically, that does not it doesn't pair very well if if I'm a parent. He really sounds like a 19 uh, or not even like an 1850s Civil War general. Um, but Quincy uh, helped lead Sanford to a victory over Southeastern Louisiana, a 48 to 42 win in overtime. Now the key tidbit here is that in the Lions' final possession, uh, Braden Devault Smith forced a fumble on quarterback Cephas Jones and hit the ball out. So that was what ended things in overtime. And Crittenton had a really I'm going to go nice with QC. I'm going to go with QC, quality Crit- control. Crit- I, I, know it's, I know it's struggle. a rap label brand, but I'm going to go with QC. Crittenton really struggled. It's not a T at the end. Crittendon. 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 Quincy Crittendon. Crittendon. Can All guys right, have easier names to pronounce, please? It hurts. It just... Ah, I wait. offered you up QC. 
regardless, a young, inexperienced quarterback stepped in and <laughs> a young, inexperienced quarterback stepped in. It's the worst, it's the worst show in. of all time. It's the worst show of all time. He stepped the in FCS and they won. Jackrabbit Illustrated isn't doing a, a pronunciation tour. Uh, FCS Fans Nation Radio, they're not doing any of that nonsense. Uh, the B team, none of them, they would have come in here and understood how to pronounce this and I'll say this impressive gentleman's name. That's what they would have done. All right. Because he popped off. He popped off for Sanford. Got to put some respect on Sanford's name. Now we've been trying to kind of do it. But I, kinda, I don't know we, if we've I been, can though, though, because like we've they, been diplomatic. I've, we've been diplomatic with Sanford, not I have, in, but diplomatic. I have less respect for C law. My, my respect for them goes down on why I didn't think that they really, you know, belonged where they did in the playoff field. And I thought they were going to lose sooner. Uh, I think that like this is concerning that they can't beat uh, an underclassman quarterback like this, a very young, inexperienced player. Joe, he went off. He went off, Joe. 314 yards passing, four touchdowns, 94 yards on the ground, and one rushing touchdown. If Ayers isn't on. back, they're getting their asses kicked by North Dakota State. I don't know. QC might have it uh, have it in the in the bag here. That makes too much sense. I don't like you using uh, QC. No, I'm going with QC. All right. Well. Feel well, if we're to. gonna if we've been using DJU all year, I think we can use QC. Uh, yeah, it gets stumped. A little different. Stumped. It's a little it's different. Stumped. I am not stumped by the performance cool. of Incarnate Words, Lindsey Scott. First of nice all, transition jerk. He pulled off the uh, NCAA 14 pass where the guy is falling over. And then the ball just kind of launches out of his hand and then it connects with the receiver. The coolest like, play of the season. Yeah. Not enough people talking about it. Um, I wish I quote tweeted it with that video. I'm such a dumbass for not doing that. Nonetheless, Quincy or not Quincy, Lindsey Scott. There you go. Doing Lindsey Scott things. The guy who's going to win the Walter Payton award this season. Uh, they came back down 38 to 34 to win 41 to 38. Finally. Finally, Furman is done, and we can stop talking about them. You got beef with Furman. I never did. Comment, I, want to know, I never had beef with Furman. It's I need everyone to know that. dude who comments on all of our videos, and I'm glad that they're done. And the one dude knows who he is, but I'm glad that this game is over. This 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 season is over. Well, it came down. Uh, it came. It, it, it was not over until it was definitely over with an incarnate word uh, interception. Zacchaeus McKinney. Awesome pick to end the game for Incarnate Word. I'm going to give – I got it. Did I say I was going to eat crow again on the last show? Did I pick Furman? I think I did. Jesus Christ. Whatever. Incarnate Word's legit. <laughs> they are legit, and they are fun, and they are well-coached. I believe their coach is leaving. Yes. So, yes. GG Kinney, I wanted to bring this up. Um, I give Incarnate Word a lot of credit, and I think this game was much closer for this reason. I talked about this, that I thought Kenny, who was a former Tulsa quarterback, was going to leave and head to Tulsa, but instead he picks Texas State. And shit, there's even pictures of him do doing visits with recruits at Texas State this week. Like, I, my man has moved on, yeah. which is so stupid, even though he's still really coaching stupid. his team. But this always turns into a... um a distraction. And the quote that I always bring up is like Lou Holtz said in his book that it always leads to problems. There is never a positive turnout for a coach leaving 
you know, a coordinator, a head coach, anything. It always leads to problems. And I think what happens here in this situation, uh, it's for them to to win is is big. And I think it was closer because of that. Because anyone who doesn't want to admit that this wasn't a, that Incarnate Word couldn't have put up more points, I think, is lying to themselves or doesn't understand the impact of a coach leaving. Yeah, it's a big deal, and especially it's a big deal. It's a bummer because Incarnate Word could actually make some noise, some substantial noise. They have a player in Lindsey Scott Jr. who is phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal at quarterback. Electric, fun, uh, talented, technically sound, and they can make some plays that, that wow you. And he, he won the game. He won the game for Incarnate Word with a coach that is, I'm sure he's still in the meetings and doing this and that, but he's, he's uh, what is the term? Tapped out? Is that it? Yeah, punched tapped out. out. Punched out. He's punched well, out. I mean, both work. He's just, you know, punched out's, I think, the better word. Like punched out is he's way on better. The, he, yeah, he's on to the other job. Lindsey Scott threw for almost 400 yards, 394 yards and five touchdowns. Ran for 124. What? He's the coach. That's the guy. That's the leader now. So they're just, regardless of if that coach cares or sticking around, whatever, follow that dude. And I ble- I bet the team is. I'm almost certain that that Incarnate Word team is saying, screw this effing coach, all right? He got us here. He's done some good things. But it's playoffs time. There's no love lost at this point. We cannot be distracted. So Lindsey Scott Jr., you got us. Take us to where we need to go. That's that mentality. Not as solid as having a coach that you can really believe in, but – Still pretty good when you have a player of that caliber. Yeah, Kinney is a great coach, and I'm excited to see what happens with Texas State. And it's also funny that like Eric Morris, uh, who was the incarnate word coach before him, they were competing for this job, and Kinney gets this job. And I think Morris might get the North Texas job, which has been circulated out there. So uh, this incarnate word program, man, that just go hire another offensive-minded yeah. guy from the state of Texas, dude. There's so many guys out there. Get a young coach. That seems to be the it's a factory. Uh, it's the, a factory the, at this point, right? Um, but you know, congrats to Kenny on getting that job. Last game, Sean. Here, I really thought that Richmond was going to win this game, Sean. Uh, Sacramento State versus Richmond. Sac State surged back, and you put down here in the notes, or maybe I put down in the. I don't remember who I wrote put this down the second note. Yeah, uh, Sac State had 14 unanswered points in the fourth quarter that won them the game. My main takeaway with this is less to do with Richmond, and I give them credit for their performance. Um, I think Sac State is more vulnerable than we thought. Uh, I I think all the other teams that we talked about today really flex their muscles that are the true contenders. South Dakota State did it running the football. Montana State did it running the football. North Dakota State did it running the football. William Mary did it running the football. But for some reason, Sac State who didn't even have the most dis- difficult opponent out of all these 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 guys here or all these teams here rather they have the weakest day which is very odd that you know that 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 things played out the way that they did and I I do fully believe that they might be way more vulnerable than we're willing to give them uh recognition for Richmond's very well coached they are uh, and they were ready to stop at one point I don't know Sac State was like a top 5 rushing team in the nation they were uh, but they were ready for that. Uh, held Cameron Scadabo, who was receiving a ton of praise in the YouTube comments, and as he should have for his season, he had 21 yards, Joe. Uh, mm. Nine carries. Asher O'Hara, 53 yards on 15. Those two guys, neither of them eclipsed uh, 3.6 yards a carry. That's tough. That's tough. That's been their one-two punch all year on the ground. And and as a team, they're held to 72 yards. 
I don't know if I've seen that this year. I'm not going to go through all the box scores and see, but normally when I see a Sac State rushing total, it's 225 yards on the ground, 250, 300, maybe a 175, 150, not under 100 from what I could recall. I've been doing fat stats all year looking at this team. They've been consistently strong on the ground and yeah. maybe good for their coaching. Maybe saying, hey, it's not working. We got out coached so far this game. We got to start throwing the ball. And and as much as I want to say, oh, Sac State off day, and then maybe they're vulnerable. Maybe it, it's a tale of they could adapt a little bit. Still had three interceptions, not great, uh, but 400 yards and three touchdowns through the air between two different uh, passers. I can almost rationalize it as this team is not vulnerable, but good enough to adapt and change and win a game when they need to win a game. Yeah. No, absolutely, and. I agree with that. The adaptation part is is crucial for. It's Sense just State, different. But it's just different. So it's you know yeah. The, yeah. I'm just concerned though. Sure. And it helps that they're playing Incarnate Word, who had has their own issues that they're dealing with. That's their matchup. So like it's not like they're pressed to play North Dakota State yet. But keep your eyes peeled. If Hunter Lupke is back against Sacramento State, I don't know how soon he's going to be back. I don't know the severity of that injury that he's dealing with. It might even, someone's going to comment it was season ending and I'm just, I, I'm, and I'm going to just, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to jump through the window uh, that's right next to my computer. Um, if that does happen, but it's been a long season, folks. It's been a long we, season. We've, we've had, we've had bad injury it. reporting. We've, we've had a lot, a lot on the, on the multiple plates with the, what is it? Uh, the two irons, a lot of irons in the fire. This well, it's not season. the irons in the fire. It's just, it's hard to find accurate information on injuries and it's not screaming in your face like other levels of football. It's like, Hey, you got to go dig for 10 minutes to go find if somebody's hurt or not. Well, Joe, that's what makes real journalists journalists, and that's what makes us us. We're not fucking journalists. <laughs> uh, the FCS, the best FCS journalists out there. Uh, apparently, we're. we're when have we gone. ever once said that we were? I haven't. I've never said that. We're two. We're two fat kids that played football at an FCS. God. Infuriating. Don't ever call me a journalist. I respect a lot of the good journalists. Yeah. I work with journalists that I respect. I've met journalists that have earned my respect. respect I have met I journalists. Okay. But but this nonsense of me being called a journalist, I don't, I'm not one. I'm not a journalist. Joe sure as shit is not one. He's a little bit closer than I am. Uh, but regardless, let's not let's not have this. Who was this? Kevin get his name up to. You're looking his name up. Yeah, tweeted uh, responding to radio about the Holy Cross non for at Joe DeLeon now. He's also a lazy quotes journalist uh, who thinks CAA automatically means better athletes and better football program. Sad. It's true. It's true. We went to we went to school with five dudes that were, were in the NFL in our four years, five, maybe six. All right. So don't tell me how many from Holy Cross have been there. And that's just at Rhode Island, jerk off. God, calling us lazy journalists. God. We live yeah, at you know, Kevin God, Doyle. God forbid we don't know how to evaluate and see talent. I'm um, happy I'm happy for Holy Cross, if, if that makes you happy. You know, I know sure. you're all fine on Twitter. We're not journalists. I think that's good enough to wrap us up on, Sean. Um, I know. At Joe DeLeon. At Sanderson Radio. 
We'll be back. Drive safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.